Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. And before you hear from my dad, this is Bonnie Sala, President of Guidelines, wishing you Merry Christmas. Today, my dad shares what is my all-time favorite Guidelines Christmas devotional. It's the story of two missionaries, Rudolf Bosshart and Arnolis Heyman, who were left behind when the communists took over China in 1949. The two were arrested and thrown into prison. Days turned into weeks and weeks into months. Now, China is a vast country, approximately the same size as the United States. But what many do not realize is that in the northern part of China, it gets very cold as the Siberian winds come whistling from the north. As the months began to drag by, the two soon realized that they would spend Christmas alone and without their families. Forbidden to speak to each other, the two men sat in the cold, unheated prison cell as Christmas Day dawned. Shivering from the cold, their thoughts were filled with memories of past Christmases, the warmth of families together, to say nothing of thoughts of Christmas dinner, which would not be their good fortune on that Christmas. As they sat there, a feeling of hopelessness seemed to settle over them. Arnolis reached down and began playing with pieces of straw on the prison floor. He began forming the letter I-M-M-A-N-U-E-L. The two looked at it. A manual, one of the names given to Christ meaning, God is with us. And gradually, by their own statement, the reality of what Arnolis had just written began to sink in. God is with us. The gloom of a prison was driven back, and the reality of what Christmas really is sank in. Seven centuries before Jesus was born, the Lord gave a sign to Ahaz, saying, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Matthew 1.23 quotes the passage from Isaiah citing the birth of Jesus as fulfillment of Isaiah's words. What does it all mean in our world? When the Apostle John took pen and parchment to record the birth of Jesus, he wrote, The Word became flesh and lived for a while among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father. Theologians call it the Incarnation. It simply means God became flesh and lived among us. Catching the world with its misery and conflict, We desperately need to rediscover the meaning of the Incarnation. Like Bosshart and Haman, many today are imprisoned. But instead of the steel bars of a jail, they are captured by human suffering, the guilt of a troubled conscience, their inadequacies and failures. Bound by ignorance, fear, superstition, or just plain sin, they feel no one really cares, no one understands. The Incarnation says God understands and cares. On one occasion, a Christian was sharing his faith with a Hindu who just couldn't grasp the fact that God became man. As the two were talking, the Christian looked down and noticed an ant crawling on the sidewalk. Stooping over, he said, Now suppose I could compress myself to the size of an ant and could put aside my human strength and could live in the body of an ant. Only then could I really understand an ant's world. And that is exactly what Jesus did. Yes, replied the Hindu, 
To understand, one must be one. Yes, the word Jesus Christ became flesh and dwelt among us. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.